Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bezignano. And Chris, I apparently, I guess, uh, I owe you an apology, my friend. For what? Well, a couple uh, days ago, I did a little little, uh, Twitter poll, and I said, uh, Mm, do you enjoy listening to Tony Romo announce NFL games? And we had 249 votes, which is pretty decent for a poll. Like you said, if it was a Giants poll, it'd probably be higher. But I figured let's let's put it out there. But 249 people responded. The choices were: Yes, I do. Chris is right. No, I don't. Jerry is king. Uh, and the third choice was: I don't care, you buffoons. So coming in first is: Yes, I do. Chris is right. 71 percent. Coming in second: I don't care, you buffoons. Is 16 percent. And no, I don't. Jerry is king. 13 percent. So. People think we're more buffoons than they dislike Tony Romo. So other than, you know, Twitter followers like Tom, um, Tom, uh, I, his last name is escaping me. Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. Philadelphia one, New York. The one who drinks the Jerry Kool-Aid? Yeah, he's, just, he's a great guy. Very intelligent, smart, smart mm-hmm. guy. Um, yeah. Aside from smart people like that, it just mm-hmm. seems like everyone else is sheep, buddy, and they just follow you. Nah, there's no right and wrong here, buddy. Just an opinion, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people do like Romo, and uh, let's move on from it. It's just an opinion. You know, it's not like you're wrong. I'm right. People do like him. I guess it showed. You know, not many people was how many response to to something two forty nine. Yeah. So, you know, it's not a big deal. All right. So anyway, you win, I lose. But um, speaking of King, uh, you know, last night uh, the the Rangers beat the Devils, so I don't know if that was worth mm-hmm. mentioning or not. Um, but. Yeah. Well, they'll both be on the same golf course come April. <laughs> yeah, I know they will. Hmm. But uh, there was a save in that game. I don't know what time. happened to the Devils this year, man. I mean, it really yeah, I, I really, thought they were going to be better. Yeah, just the goaltending has been horrible. But, you know, I wish we had Lundqvist. But trust me, man, because goaltending is horrible this year. But I don't know. What are you going to do? Uh, so we wanted to get into the, the free agent linebackers from other teams because I figured, guys, what we'll do is over the next few weeks, and if we don't get to all the linebackers tonight, there is a ton of them. We're going to miss some guys just because there's some guys not worth really talking about, at least at this stage. Um, sure. And there's a ton of positions that the Giants need. We figure, we're start on, we figure we'll start on defense, and we'll, um, we'll make our way through over the next few weeks until uh, you know, we get closer to draft time and all that. But, uh, you know, agency's first, so. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it is a position of need, right, Jerry? A position that I believe Gettleman's going to be looking at big time. Yeah, and I, I think it's – we'll start with it just because – We'll start with linebacker because we don't usually add them in the draft, right? We <laughs> Gettleman, you know, added uh, Zoko. No, okay. I don't know if you can say that anymore. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just going by history. It's been, you know, 35 oh, don't years. Don't get me started, since, please. 35 you, years since you saw my him. Andrew Whitworth tweet, right? Oh, it was very popular. Very popular tweet. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, Jerry, just quickly before we get to the linebackers, is that amazing that his agent actually reached out to Giants for Whitworth and said, hey, you guys interested? My client wants to come here. And, and and Reese basically told him, nope, not interested. <laughs> it's uh, it's disgusting is what it is. Yeah, listen, these things don't always work out numbers-wise. I understand all that. But to say like – and you could just tell the way the agent went back to Whitworth and said, hey, Andrew, it's not an option. Basically, Reese said, nope, sorry. Yep. And I remember when it happened, Reese said, well, I'd rather go with a 22-year-old left tackle yeah. than a 35-year-old. With that smug answer, right, yeah, Jerry? With yeah. that, Like I know I invented football answer. Yeah, okay. Um, and then we'll get to your Twitter questions. There weren't many, but there were some really good ones. Um, mm. So we'll get to those later, and uh, we'll make our prediction for the big game. But uh, let's go through these linebackers, man. There's uh, there's a lot of them. 
And there's some, you know, we can give quick answers for some. Like, I'll give you, I, I guarantee the first one, buddy, will be a quick answer from you. Mm. Quick, uh, Clay Matthews, age 33, outside linebacker. Yeah, no. Right. So that's, I'm not going to spend much time on Clay Matthews and neither are you, right? We're good here. No. Uh, Derek Morgan, outside linebacker, 33 years old. No. KJ Wright, outside linebacker, 30 years old, Seattle. Very intriguing. Yeah. I love KJ. He's a 4-3 backer, but a guy could definitely, you know, he's a good he's a good player. Now, does that mean, know? like, in your opinion, bud, does that mean anything, 4-3 backer compared to 3-4, just because of Betcher's kind of a hybrid? He goes back and forth. Nah, the way Be- yeah, the way, he- the way Betcher plays is hybrid, you right. know, 4-3. No, it doesn't. Listen, Jerry, I'm a big believer. I could be wrong, Jerry, but I'm a believer. If you're a football player, you're, you're going to fit. Yeah. And you're a football player. Yep. You, understand, you know I what I mean? I agree. So, I, I, some people, I love some, K- there's some guys on Twitter who will say, oh, no, no, he's strictly a 4-3 backer and strictly three, he's not a good fit. But I don't yeah. believe that. The I remember a couple of years ago when Wade Phillips took over the Rams and he was saying things like, well, you know, this guy, I don't know if he's going to fit in. You know, Aaron Donald, you know, he was a 4-3 down lineman. Now he's a 3-4. Remember that nonsense, yeah. Yeah. you know? So, Jerry, I always believe if you could play football, you could fit into his system. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Thirty-six years old, outside linebacker, Carolina. Thomas Davis. Mm. You know what, Jerry? He played well last year. That's an intriguing guy to finish up his career with, like a one-year deal or two-year deal. But and, and I just don't think it's going to happen because of his age. And he's a Panther, you know, like Gettleman. Yeah, he's got the Gettleman connection. You know, I mean, I don't know what he's going to be looking for, but that, that's an intriguing one. So so far, we got two intriguing ones with. KJ Wright's young. I mean, he's still pretty young. He's 30. he's real good. He's fast. He's a good cover guy too, man. So, yeah. you know, him and Davis for like a one year end of the career type deal. He's intriguing too. He's still got some ball left in him, Davis. Here's an intriguing one, buddy. Twenty six years old, outside mm. linebacker, Houston Texans, mm. Jadevian Clowney. Yeah, I know you're really big on him, right? Well, I, I'm big on his potential. I'm big on yeah, I like so, too, some man. of what he's done, but I mm-hmm. also think that it's it's still untapped. I still think there's more potential there. Yeah, listen, he's going to be a big cap hit. We know that the kind, but you could always work those numbers around. But you know what, Jerry? We got Kareem Martin. I don't, I don't think you want to touch with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, Clowney. I think CJ CJ Mosley's on this list, right? They're going to be the biggest names out there. So, so, the, so I'm I'm reading them by cap number in 2018 or or whatever on Spot Track, whatever 2018 AAV is. I don't know what that stands right. for. To look at it. So Clay Matthews is the top because he's making 13 million. But then the next guy was Derek Morgan, so everybody now is is cheaper. But of course they're younger, so they're going to demand a lot more. Jadavian Clowney is going to demand like a, I would mm. imagine a twelve to fifteen million per year kind of deal. Yep. Yeah, he's going to be a big, you know, big contract, no question about it. And can we afford that with all the all the needs that we have, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, listen. I expect Gettleman to make one big splash. We'll see what which side of the ball he does it on. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So. Uh, yeah. And you know what? The, the franchise has come up in a couple of weeks, Jerry. They can start franchising these guys. So we'll see what the Texans do with him. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yep. Uh, older guy, 36 years old, Baltimore, outside linebacker, Terrell Suggs. Nope. I'll yeah. move on, y'all, no, Terrell. No. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, here's a guy you might like, inside linebacker, 26 mm. years old, Bengal, Preston Brown. Preston Brown, the old skin, uh, Bengal. Yeah, uh, not, not a bad player. Yeah. Um, he's intriguing for for the right price. Yeah. I have no opinion on Preston Brown, buddy. 
I, okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I inside linebacker, I, are, are, we're, we're going with what? We're, we're definitely going to go with uh, Goodson and Ogletree probably, right? So Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Ogletree's going anywhere. Yeah, I don't know how much I, I think need Goodson it. I mean. belongs. Like, what's the point? We need outside yeah. backers, right? Yeah, you want that kind of edge guy. You know, Kareem Martin is just a mediocre player best. I, I want that nice edge guy, you know. So. so another guy inside, no interest in, Vincent Ray, 31 years old, Cincinnati. Ooh, I like Vincent Ray a little bit. but really? nah. Yeah, I like Vincent Ray a little bit. But um, no, no, I don't see it happening there, bud. All right, here's a very intriguing player who I liked mm. uh, coming out. I like him as a pro, and I would love him in blue. Outside linebacker, 27 years old, Minnesota mm. Viking, Anthony Barr. Yeah, no, that's – we'll see if he hits the market. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, uh, obviously a solid player, right? Um, a guy who would definitely make an impact on the uh, giant defense there. So, yeah, he's a definitely guy you want. No question about it, bud. Uh, what do you have? It looks like you had four sacks last year. I'm trying to look at his stats. Yeah. Uh, like no, th- th- three sacks. I'm sorry. Three sacks. Okay. Yeah, he's a pretty good cover guy too. I mean, you know, he's a, you know he rounded out, he graded out pretty well. So he's a he's a solid player, no question about it. Fifty five tackles, four quarterback pressures, thirteen yeah. games. Right? I don't I don't I don't think he played sixteen games yeah, either. You're right. right? That's right. Look at you, thirteen games. Yep. Mm. Uh, outside linebacker, Denver, twenty six years old, Shaquille Barrett. Yeah, I never really panned out. He had a, we have one decent year there. Um, um, nah, now nah, we'll move on from him. Talk about a guy who's never panned out. Inside linebacker, Mr. Catfish himself, Manti Teo. Golden Domer, though, Chris. Do you give any uh, any extra points for that or no? Yeah, well, he gets extra points for being a Golden Domer, but um, he's been hurt. You know, he he gets hurt. He got hurt in Notre Dame. He got hurt. You know, he's been hurt with the Saints. Um, He's kind of lost his job. Dan's alone, too, man. Even, you know, I don't think he's even going to be playing, you know, back on the field. He'll be back on the field, but he kind of lost his job to Anzalone and A.J. Klein out there. So, no, nah, we'll move on from that. Outside linebacker, Denver, 26 years old, Shane Ray. Yeah, another guy, right? Um, is, this guy, right though? is this right, though? 11 games, 10 tackles? Yeah, yeah. He's he, You know, he, he lost his playing time, you know, when yeah, they drafted the Chubb. time in those 11 games. Yeah, you know, he didn't play much. They were dead down on him. He had a bad wrist, too, for a few years. And um, But it, he's a kid that's intriguing, but um, it has to be the right. You know, I don't see it happening, Joe. Here's a guy that I mocked to the Giants years ago in one of my uh, my, my first year writing for the Insider. Uh, I love this guy then. I love him now. I don't think he'll uh, come to – I think he'll be uh, re-signed. Inside linebacker, uh, 27 years old, Baltimore, C.J. Mosley. Hmm. You know, him and Clowney are the, the blue chippers, right? Out of this group. Yeah. CJ's one of the best linebackers in football, man. I love him. I don't him think there's any question about that. I loved that. him in Alabama. Yeah. I don't expect him to hit the market. I'm sure, you know, Ravens will do something with him over there. But obviously, Jerry, yeah, I mean, there's no, that's a no brainer, right? Kind of so guy, guy you watched in college. And, and even if you, didn't, mm-hmm. if you didn't know a thing about Alabama, you just kept seeing 32 all over the field, man. I loved him in yeah. college. Yep. Yeah, and I'm sure you love him now with the Ravens. He hasn't oh, disappointed in the NFL, you know. Such a good pro. He actually, and he, he actually got the Ravens in the playoffs this year with that interception at the end. Yeah. Um. So, um. Hey, listen, he's the blue chipper, Jerry. I mean, I don't think he's leaving Baltimore. I'm sure they'll make it work out there. Here's an intriguing guy, but will be remembered for one thing. As soon as I say his name, you know what I'm talking about. 13 sacks in hmm. 16 games, 55 tackles. 28-year-old outside linebacker from the Kansas City Chiefs, D Ford. D Ford. Who also lined up offsides in the Pro Bowl, buddy. 
Did he? <laughs> oh, there's a there's a there's a still of him in the Pro Bowl lining up horribly off. Pretty funny. Yeah. Hey, listen, he's a, he's a good player, man. He had a big year this year on his walk year, you know. Um, listen, he he's a guy who could get to the quarterback, Jerry. So there's no question about it, man. He's a guy you want on your squad. I mean, the Giants are in desperate need of a guy to get to the quarterback, and he fits that mold. Twenty-seven-year-old Miami Dolphin outside linebacker Stephon Anthony. Ah, oh, no, no. Next, uh, yeah. Outside linebacker, twenty-seven-year-old. I know you like this guy, and he's from mm. Arizona. Which means he may have better ties here. Dion Buchanan. Yeah, well, he, he really played well. There's a man, there's a guy, right? I mean, he played well on the on the bench in Arizona. The old safety, you made him a linebacker. Yeah. Um, you know, so but where's he fit though, right, Jerry? I mean, you know, you, you, we have two inside backers and that's where he plays, you know. And, uh, well, I don't they see them, it. they list him outside, but yeah. Well, he was a, you know, he, yeah. I, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Jerry, uh, out here, and he's a good player, man. Don't get me wrong. Can he, he's a good can player. He play, can he play free safety? <laughs> can he, no. <laughs> Is he fast enough? Does he take good angles? Yeah. No. Well, anybody takes you know, better angles than Riley did, but uh, yeah. yeah. No, he's gonna be. He'll it'll be interesting to see what happens with him, man, because there'll be a lot of teams looking for him. All right. So, I'm not gonna do too many more, just because, quite frankly, they're not worth talking about. So when I get to those names, Chris, just tell me. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, Anthony Chiquillo, outside linebacker, Pittsburgh, 27 years old. Yeah, no, no, not a bad player, but no. So, you know, really, as you look down the list, you have Josh Martin, uh, Craig Robertson, Preston Smith. It's like now it's kind of mm. slim pickings. Like 10th yeah. down the list is Nate Stupar. So, yeah, <laughs> not really not really worth it. I think we expressed our feelings with him last podcast. So, so you know, since we, we, we went through that kind of quickly, uh, what, you know, let's uh, maybe we do def- – we can go through – start going through a defensive line. And, I'll you know, we got to get to the Twitter questions, but we may as well do D-line since we're here. Um, okay. And then, you know, if we start going down the list too far or, or we don't make it, I should say, we'll, uh, we'll pick it up uh, next time from there. So let's, uh, let's go through this. Now, these guys – at the top are like seventeen million a year, um, kind of demand kind of the same money, uh, at least from the new team. So, thirty years old, Detroit Lion defensive end Ezekiel mm. Ensa. Yeah, well, I can't, believe, I can't believe he's thirty. Yeah, well, the thing with him is injuries, right? He yeah. hasn't been able to stay on the field the last few years. He's talented, Jerry. When he's healthy, man, real talented. But you know, you're just taking the shit. He's got shoulder issues. Yeah. Um, the only really dominant game he's had in the last few years was against uh, <clears throat> Eric Flowers. <laughs> um, um, Monday so, Night Football. Um, he looked like Deacon Jones on Monday Night Football. Right. Right. So um, I, I love Ziggy when he's healthy, but th- that's the issue with him. So you got to move on from him. Here's a guy Giant fans hate, but if we use our heads, or if we, if we, if we, I should say, if we attract free agents with our heads and not our hearts, this could be a smart one. Uh, 27-year-old defensive end. Dallas Cowboy, Demarcus Lawrence. If you mm. have, if you have the money, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't expect him to hit the mark anyway. I think Double J out there is going to franchise his him next week uh, in a couple of weeks. So, but listen, ten and a half sack guy last year. Obviously, something we don't have, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he'll be very welcome if you ever hit the market. <laughs> uh, here's a guy playing Sunday. I have no interest in him. I'll just say that right now. Um, mm. And Damakong Su, 32 years old, defensive tackle. Yeah, no, no, no. He's uh, he's an idiot. I, yeah, well, you know what, Sue's 
a guy you see he really wants to play he wants to play in these playoffs and he's really kicked up another level but there's been a lot of question about whether or not he wants to play at another level every week you know the, the so. problem i have with him is when he commits his horrible penalties he explains them like a normal person would which makes me think he's a psychopath like yeah it's not like he's afterwards like ranting and raving where you're like wow this guy's got a screw loose he's almost like a <laughs> comes off like a serial killer afterwards like he, he steps yeah, on someone's face funny. and then explains it as if well you know and he, he's very calm and, and soft-spoken so yeah. you're just like wow yeah. dude you are yeah. <laughs> he's just out there for me man. Yeah. i'm not a fan Anyway. Yeah. Well, listen, Jay, you know, we're going to go, if Gettleman's going to go that route, free agency up front, it's going to be a guy to get to the quarterback. You know, Sue's not a big sack guy, you know? Right. So he's, a, you know, he's a good run stuff and all that, but he'll take on two blockers, of course, and all that. But no, that's not, that's not what we're looking for. Uh, this guy's probably too old. Miami Dolphin, 37 years old. Ca- uh, Cameron Wake, defensive end. Cameron Wake. Oh boy. Olivier Vernon misses him. I can tell you that, but no, he's too old now. Yeah. He had a quiet year last year too. Yeah. Uh, I have no interest in this guy. Defensive tackle, 28 years old, Minnesota Vikings, Sheldon Richardson, the the, the Uzi carrier. Uh, yeah, no, no. Mr. We, uh, Mr. Semi-automatic weapons. We, uh, Gettleman and Sherman, have gotten rid of yeah, locker room it's issues. It's so you know? stupid. Well, Not going to take one on. Shouldn't yeah. even have read it. I'm sorry. Uh, that's all right. No, everybody's, that's what you got to do, man. That's what you got to do. I know you don't want this guy. Defensive end, 31 years old, Philadelphia Eagle, Brandon Graham. Mm, yeah, he's a wide nine guy. Uh Listen, I, I don't like the year he had last year. I think he was pretty quiet. He's 31. He's on the wrong side. Good of locker room guy, though. Yeah, yeah. Suppose he's a real good locker room guy. Um, and you know what? I don't like the idea of bringing another Eagle that you don't seem to do anything I for. Know. Yeah, as, as we saw this four week. sacks last year, too. Yeah, like I said, I you know I watch. We, you watch all the Eagle games, too. I, I watch them very closely. I didn't see much out of Graham last year. The only play he's really made in two years was the strip of Brady yeah. <laughs> in last year's Super Bowl. Um, and I don't like these ex-Eagles, Jerry. I mean, look who got released a couple of days ago, right? Another one. Oh, kind of balling. So. No, well, I, I would pass on him. Uh, defensive end, 30 years old, Kansas City Chief, Allen Bailey. Six X. Yeah, I like Big Allen, man. I, I always liked his game. Um, but he gets aided, you know, with those two guys on the edge, with Justin and D. Ford. Well, but another guy, Jerry, if we're going to go that route, it's got to be like a Demarcus Lawrence. You know, this guy, guy's going to get his double digits. I agree, man. I, I think that I think the edge rusher, unless you're getting, I, I count Clowney as an edge rusher, even though you have him at linebacker. Unless you're doing that, I, I think you're going to go and, and get guys in the draft. I think you're going to supplement with free agency. Uh, defensive tackle, 36 years old, Buffalo, Kyle Williams. No, no, he retired. I don't know why they even have them. Oh, is he? Oh, dude, I'm sorry. That's no, it's not you. I don't even know why they have him on that list. He retired. Uh, sound like Francesca now. Uh, uh, Muhammad Wilkerson, defensive end, 30 years old, Green Bay Packer. No, no, yeah, no, we'll move no off thank that. You. There are some names worth reading, though, so I'm going to still go yep. on this list. Uh, defensive end, Cincinnati, 32 years old. Guy I used to like but didn't do much last year, Michael Johnson. Yeah, no, I don't like Johnson anymore. Uh, he had a pretty decent career for the Bengals, though. But, um, no, nah, it won't move off from him. Uh, 34 years old, defensive end, Miami Dolphin, William Hayes. Three games, William two Hayes. Wow, the old Ram. No, uh, no. Nah, nah. Doesn't fit in here. Here's a guy who played, used to play well for a team that I hate more than life. Uh, 29 years old, defensive tackle from Tennessee, but I don't know what he has left. Benny Logan. Who, Jerry? Benny Logan, defensive tackle. Oh, Benny Logan? Tennessee. Oh, yeah. No, nah, no, he's just, we have guys like that now. Tomlinson, Hill, we don't need him. 
So you go down this list, and there's not that many more. One guy I think is worth mentioning. He's playing again. Another guy playing Sunday. Actually, I skipped somebody. My bad. I skipped somebody up top. Mm. A guy I loved coming out of college, but he's turned into a bit of a buffoon, but he's playing Sunday. 25 years old, L.A. Ram, defensive end, Dante Fowler. Oh, well, there's uh, a guy, you know, he never really panned out, though, right? Oh, I he loved him in college, though. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do much with Jackson. Jackson unloaded him. Well, he had a big sack last week, but the big hit on Breeze. But, uh, you know, Jerry, I, I don't like the way he's really panned out in his NFL career. I would stay away from him. I, I was going to read another guy who's playing Sunday. I liked um, coming out of college. I like him now. Uh, defensive tackle, 26 years old, New England Patriot, Danny Shelton. Big Danny, yeah. From the old Cleveland Brown, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he yeah. He's a, he's a big body in that middle. He rotates in there with. with he doesn't play much to under Belichick. He doesn't get many snaps. So, yeah, he never. You know what? I liked him when he came out too, Jerry. But he 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 didn't really pan out either. The Browns gave up on him pretty quick, and and his snaps decreased a little bit under Belichick. So, no, nah, I wouldn't go anywhere near him. You know, dude, I'm looking at these this list now. Like, I don't want Chris Long. Jonathan Hankins is on this list for God's sake. Uh, we're 20 minutes in. Let's just get let's let's go to the Twitter questions because we did two positions tonight. So right. next, so yeah, look, guys, uh, we'll we'll talk about obviously the the Super Bowl Monday, and then we'll uh, you know maybe we'll get to another position um, Monday, and then and then uh, next Thursday as well. So we'll continue on defense. Next, we'll probably do corners and safety. So we went through the front seven, buddy, and we've come to the conclusion that we want Jadeveon Clowney. <laughs> At least yeah. Yeah, yeah, no question. Yeah, him and Mosley at a blue chip is back there. No <laughs> yeah. question about it. So come on, gentlemen, can you get Mosley in Clowney uh, for me or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come so, on, Dave. So this is a great question. I think it's one of the best Twitter questions because I was actually thinking about this because I couldn't come up with an answer. Yeah, it's from Banksy at TMac two one zero five four. All of that announcer talk. See, Chris, my poll did serve a purpose. Got me thinking. What Which, purpose was that? This question, this question is great. Oh, I'm still trying to figure out the purpose of that poll. Go ahead. I wanted to prove that I was right and you were wrong, but I, 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 I fell flat on my face. All of that announcer talk got me thinking. What is your favorite Giants and non-Giants announcer call of all time? Can be color guy or play-by-play? My Giants one is Bob Pappas, Super Bowl 42, Burris touchdown, and my non-Giants was Lon Simmons' call of Steve, Steve Young's run against the Vikings. So, Chris... What is your favorite Giants call and non-Giants you know, call? I tell you, Jerry, you know what might be my favorite Giants call? It's Jim Gordon. Yeah. With the missed field goal against Buffalo. Do you remember how he put it? He was like, it is. Screamed so it. Good. Yeah, he screamed it. <laughs> he screamed it. You know, and uh, I, I might have to go with that as my favorite call. And what was the other one, Jerry? Oh, non-Giant call? Yeah, it could be any sport. Oh, any sport? Well, I mean, he didn't say football. I'm saying any sport. Oh. Well, I tell you, I hate Jerry. If it's going to be any sport, I'm, I'm going to have to go to my second, you know, my, my my beloved baseball man. I mean, two of them I could think of: the Gibson home run, yeah, against the A's, where yeah. you know, um, what's his name, uh, the old Dodger announcer, Vin Scully, Vin Scully, and Jack Buck, Joe Buck's dad, yeah. when Ozzie Smith won it. The pennant back in '85, I believe it was when he on said, a home run, right? "On a home run by the wizard." Remember, but yeah. folks, if, to our younger gener- uh, to our younger followers, you know, Joe Buck. A lot of people probably don't remember, but his dad was three times better than his son. <laughs> uh, he, was <laughs> right, the be- he was the best. I mean, Jack Buck was 
phenomenal. Um, and I always, Joe, I always say, like, how can Joe Buck be so bad? His dad is Jack Buck. Yeah, well, listen, Joe. I, I can't say Joe Buck's bad. He just, he's just so obnoxious at times, you know. Where, where his father was just so smooth, man. And so I would, you know, there's so many of them, man. I can think of that baseball wise, football wise, non giant. Wow, Jerry, who do you you have one football wise well, non giant? So all time non giant. Non giant. I would have to go with. There's a couple, right? And and they're hmm. actually both hockey. One I would go with. Oh God! Hang on, wait. I didn't. Get I know where. I I already know it. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, Al Michaels, yes, that's, 1980 that's Olympic one. team. That's one. I know what the other one's gonna be. I already yeah. know it. Yeah. Mato. No, no. I wasn't doing that to you. What Although was the other was, one? No, it was Sam Rosen. It wasn't well, Mato, but it was it was when they won against the 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 the, the Canucks. When oh. said, this one will last a lifetime. Oh, yeah. I, I, you're going to go, Mato, Mato. No, that, that was a good one, oh. Howie Rose. Howie Rose, I mean, that was a ridiculous call. And he said, oh, the, the, was, but the, it wasn't the screaming of Mato. It was the fact afterwards that he said, the Rangers got one more hill to climb, baby, and it's Mount Vancouver. And there is no Mount Vancouver, but I just thought that was a great line. Had nothing to do with screaming Mato. Yeah, yeah great line. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but Sam Rosen saying, um, Maeve, what a fluke up that was. Go ahead. Saying the New York Rangers are the Stanley Cup champions. The New York Rangers are Stanley Cup champions, and this one will last a lifetime. Man, that's real original. That was good. Uh, okay. You're right. It has lasted a lifetime, right? So, But also, <laughs> you mentioned Vince Scully before. I'm not a Mets fan. But in 86, when he said, behind the bag, gets by Buckner, that was a yeah. ridiculous call. I mean, why was, why was that ridiculous oh, call? Just, I mean, how could you lose that game? Oh, wait. I oh. you like the Red Sox. My bad. Sorry. Well, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out. I know you. How could you lose that game? Or you brought up Vin Scully, so or how could you lose a series up three games to none, and winning in the ninth inning I mean, of games five, four, and five? Well, the the problem is when you you win so much, you're gonna lose in weird ways now and then. But could you explain that to me? As far as favorite you Giants series up three games to none, and you're winning in game in the ninth inning of games four and five. As far as favorite Giants call, hmm. I will go. You know, you you, you going to put a poll on for that now? No, oh. jerk. Favorite, you know, favorite, you know, uh, you know, losses or what? Well, you you brought up a good one. I always loved Jim Cord Jim Gordon losing his mind on George Martin's seventy eight yard interception. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, Jerry, I totally forgot about. I know. See, there's so many, dude. There's right, so I know many. it wasn't yeah. a championship. He lost his mind on that. That was great, cool though. Intercepted George Martin at, yeah. when he says, uh, "Oh, he takes me, breaks the tackle." Yeah. He goes, he's one man to be. And it was just like, it, it. What Martin one time said, when I caught the ball, it was a sunny day. By the time I got to the end zone, it was partly cloudy. And it seemed like that call lasted an afternoon. So it wasn't like a, a touchdown in the Super Bowl or a miss. I remember Lawrence tail at the end, like clearing away from him, Jerry. He jumped on him. It was awesome. Jumped on him. He, he, like, he looked for like a few last guys to block, and then he just jumped on Martin in the end zone. <laughs> that was so that, I mean, there's play. a ton. I mean, you can go with so yeah, many. But I, I, I always remember that one. Uh, and I remember the Bavaro catch and run. It's all Jim Gordon. I, mean, I like Bob Papa. Dude. Bob Papa's great. But Jim Gordon was yeah. like, it'd be like me and you announcing a game, like acting like kind of buffoonish, just screaming right. and yelling, you know, like, I don't know. So I just thought that was a great question. Kudos no, to I you thought Joe here. Buck, 2004. Red Sox fans, you, this is something you've been dying to hear. Remember that? That was classic. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was great. I love the way yeah. Joe Buck announced the, the Manning play when he said Manning throws it. It's caught. 
by Tony. Nah. Oh, the emotion. Ah, that was a little bit more. Ah, oh, the emotion. Now you're being picky now. The emotion Buck. was incredible, Joe Buck. Thank you so much. Uh, Big Blue Thoughts at Big Blue Thoughts. What do you guys think a Landon Collins contract extension looks like? Uh, I don't know, man. I Like we said, I, I think we've said this before. Anywhere between 9 and $12 million in five years with the last year maybe voidable. I don't know. I think he's 25 years old. You're going to want to sign him till he's 29. Uh, he's entering, pretty much entering his peak years, but it's going to be, you know, probably like four or five years and averaging ten million a year or something like that. I would think. Uh, yeah, with the strike coming, it'll probably, probably be more than that too, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not. Yeah, gonna... I figure. I don't know what he's going to get. What do safeties get these top guys? 13, 12, 11 million, I right? I think Eric Barry's so, at like 13 or something. Right, so you figure right. Well, now everybody gets kicked up, right, in free agency year after year. So you figure right around there, 13 million per. Big Blue Thoughts also, uh, thank you. This is nice of him to say. He said he, he's glad he gets to enjoy the podcast twice a week. And you get to hear our arguing about the best play calls of all time. I mean, that was such a good – these are the questions you guys got to ask because it, it, it elicits – rivalry between chris and i outside of football that's what it is it's, it's not a rivalry i don't even know what you're talking about red oh Sox, my red god Sox, yankees and, and it's Rangers not a rivalry oh, oh, it's not a rivalry this is in your sick mind not me no no, the, no just chris, like in your mind chris. you had to sit around and go like this let me put a poll out there to show i'm right about tony romo i mean that's <laughs> fine my man no the red Sox and yankees are a rivalry so it's cool to talk oh, about that come on it's a rivalry anymore good when Fisk used to beat the crap out of Nettles every two games, then, then it was a rivalry, but not anymore. It was that pitcher that tried to get in a fight. And Pedro beat up Zimmer. Yeah, that was cool. Throw an 80-year-old to the ground. Good job, Pedro. Yeah. You know, he came at him. You know, he had the self-defense. Poor Pedro, man. The guy was coming your, out. He's your daddy. He had a knife in his hand or something. He was crazy, Zimmer. All right. Johnny at Jay Paraselli. Thinking still about you, buddy. A um, little bit of a hypothetical question here. Where do you both see the franchise in three years on the current trajectory we're on? Given the drafts are strong, like DG's, fir- uh, DG's first, and they're smart with player development, are we playoff bound? What do you think? Three years, bud. If we're not in the playoffs in three years, I you may not be alive. I don't know, man. I I may be buried. I may I I don't know. I may be in the ground. We have to be better. In three years, yeah, I think we're I think we're on the right trajectory. Yeah, me too. We just gotta get this quarterback thing right after Eli leaves, right? Yeah. Because the next guy who fills in for Eli. Next guy he steps up for Eli, you know, if he can't do the job, then it's going to set the franchise back, Jerry. So it's all about if Gettleman gets the next quarterback here that could win games, bud. And I have faith, Jerry, I have faith in Gettleman taking care of the rest of this team. Offensive line, I, I think he'll take care of the defense in the next few drafts, next draft, free agency, whatever, right, Jerry? Yeah. But listen, like every football team, like, like any NFL team, they got to get the quarterback right. I and mean, obviously, Eli's not going to be here three more years. Eli, I firmly believe Eli's going to be here next September. I could be wrong in that. But if they don't get that position right, Jerry, if the next kid who fills in his spot, either you know, either free agent like a Foles dude, which I don't see it happening, or you know, Haskell, whoever they draft, if it's not the right guy, Jerry, then it's going to set the franchise back. Here's a good one. Here's a name that's been mentioned by. Um like the Pat Leonard's of the world. Christian Herrera at CJ Herrera 06. Oh, first off, he tells us he just subscribed to TGI. So thank you, Christian. Thank you for being a, a subscriber. That's awesome. Is there a realistic opportunity for the G-Men to pursue Colts backup Jacoby Brissett? I mean, everything's realistic. This is a guy who everybody seems to mention. He's kind of like the Teddy Bridgewater of the, of the AFC, right? He's the guy that... Everybody seems to be in love with because he's got a ton of talent. He, he's, uh, you know, he's got mm-hmm. a cannon of an arm. But I mean, other than seeing him in preseason, man, I, 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 
the Giants will do their due diligence on everyone, but realistic to bring in Jacoby Brissett. As a starter? I don't think it's even remotely possible. Is that what he means, as a starter? Uh, he said pursue Colts backup. Oh, okay. Oh, as a, uh, yeah. No, I don't, no, not as a starter. But I tell you what, Jerry. I tell you what. I'll have to see him in here as a backup. Yeah. So maybe not go quarterback and bring in this kid as a backup for a year under Eli. That'd be interesting. No, no, I don't mean. I'm just saying, like you know. No, if, I'm saying I, if I, the Giants I'll, don't go quarterback, yeah. a move like that makes a lot of sense. Oh, if they don't go quarterback, right? And Eli is a starter. If they don't go quarterback, Jerry, I would love to see Brissett behind Eli. Yes, I would, 100. percent So. I can't pronounce this guy's name. I screw it up every time. He's a buffoon crew member. I love him. Uh, Abhijit the Patel. At the, oh, yeah. The yeah. Patel's your <laughs> yeah, Sorry, man. Yeah. I butcher your friggin' name. He's got two questions, and he can ask that because he's a member of the buffoon crew. When are we doing a buffoon crew meetup? Uh, training camp. We'll do that. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll try to organize a day to see how many people can get out there. Um, and then uh, we'll, we'll all go. And also... Um, by the way, the, the original Buffoon Crew, how that started when you said, you know, you were on the text with my buddies and you said, yeah, the Buffoon Crew. One of the Buffoon <laughs> Crew members, Sean Allen, who's a buddy of mine, we're friends forever. Uh, right. He told me, he's like, you know, Tony Romo's awesome, Jer. So I call him Judas. Like, oh, thanks. my God. You so his second, reaction. So his second your reaction to that. His second question. Did you see your reaction to that? Yeah, First, you put some Star Wars thing up there. Then... Then you're calling him Judas. I mean, oh my God forbid somebody doesn't have the same opinion as you. The second oh. question from Did you Patel. hear that? You're not answering me. No. It's not yeah. worth an answer. The second yeah. question from the Battelle. Question question for Jerry. Here you go. It's a good one. You'll like this one, Chris. If Tony Roma was a former giant, would you still oh. think he's a bad analyst? Is I this think, for me? No, this is for me. He's oh. the, he says, I think you don't like him because he is a cowboy. It's a good point wrong i can't stand him doesn't matter who he played for all right um there's a couple more ozzy mirza i wonder if is that the ozzy that calls into the fan all the time i have no idea I was like, there's a guy who calls in after every giant game Bop oh really popping banks ozzy from yeah. i want to say he's up north somewhere ozzy from connecticut well ozzy when you listen to the podcast tweet us let us know if you're the yeah it'd be cool uh giants fans who haven't been around to see the gap between Sims and Eli, I have no idea what quarterback hell is. I can give you four games this year that we lost due to having mediocre defense. But yeah, fans want to kill Eli. No, that's not really a question. He's just making a statement. So now, okay, now we're in the statement portion of the uh, of the questions. I'm trying to follow these along. I'm sorry, man. All right, here we go. From Vin at Chip Tufus. Boy, I love his name. Uh, gentlemen, if the Giants were to trade Sterling Shepard at draft time, what do you think they can get for him? A second, a third, or a fourth pick? All right, Chris, you go first. <laughs> I think they could get a three for him for sure. Yeah, but I don't. That's not even going to be a scenario. I don't know, you know. Nah, so, but that. if they, did, I mean, if that did something, something like that did happen, I no, I can't see him giving a two for Shep. No, I can see you getting a three for Shep though. Yeah, but that's uh, not that's not even in play. So, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know where that started on Twitter. That was like. Uh, last year, remember that got off the ground the, a little bit. One of the Shepard. sports writers write it or something. I don't know. One of I, I don't know, but. It might have. I don't remember, but you know that was that was. I could tell you everybody in the building that was not even mentioned about Shepard being traded or anything like that. So I don't know where that got going. Here's a good one because I got a great answer for this, and I'll let you go first. Another <laughs> fan of ours, Maba at Maba Eight. Where did you both watch the Giants Super Bowls in 2007 and 2011? 
Oh, I was with my dad, man. I was home with my dad. Yep, and I had a, a Chris. That's that's awesome. I had a chance to go to both games, mm-hmm. and I turned them both down because I said if they win, the first person I'm going to call is my old man, and I'm going to be with people that I don't want to really be with. Like it was someone I barely knew who had an extra ticket, and then a friend of mine in 2011 had a ticket, and I just thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's the point? Like, I'm going to want to call my dad. And, 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 mm. and, and then when they won, you know, my kids were young in 2007, but they were older in 2011. So they got to enjoy it with me. Then we went to the parade together. Like, you know, I'll never give that. We had like 30 people at our house. Like, I don't think I'd ever go to a Super Bowl with the opportunity to watch it at home and have a party. Because when they win, it's so much better watching it with your family. Yeah, but... I mean, Chris, you would be, you'd be in the locker room. Nope. That's way different. Nope. I was just going to say, life, because of you, Jerry, life has changed for me where when the Giants get there in the next few years, next three years, hopefully, I will be there. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> in the locker room. Yeah. But um, in 2011, it was funny, Jerry, I actually answered the first three questions on Frances's, um ticket giveaway, you know, like he does every year with the did quiz. Did you really? I answered the first three, and of course, I did not get the audio. Do you know? Do you remember what it ended up being? I don't remember now who the audio was, but I remember the first was like Zeke Moat was the answer. I think it was the first, first tight end touch- first touchdown in two thousand right. in, in uh, Super Bowl twenty one. In twenty one, and I remember. You know, you know, I remember that Chris because it's funny that the stuff you remember when he went in motion. My dad was yelling at the TV, "Watch Moat, watch Moat!" Right. And it was like, right. "Oh man, play action, right. awesome." Um. Yeah, but I I got the Jerry. I never forget, man. I got through the Francesa and I got the first three questions. I mean, easily, Jerry. I was, I was and I'm not even good with trivia, Jerry. I'm really not. I'm not like you. Like you would bang them out quick, you know. Yeah. I, I I'm not even good with trivia, but I got the first three, and then he hit me with the audio, and I was like Ralph Crandom, you know, in the honeymoon. I, I, I'm not, and I, I was done. And, and I remember bru- the audio is brutal. On it, that show. Brutal, and it took a while. I remember it took like a day for Francesca to, for somebody to get it right. And I don't, I don't remember who it was, but yeah, I was close to getting a free ride there from from uh, Big Mike for that one. But no, I wound up being you know at home and uh, you know, watching it with my dad. Yeah. yeah, good stuff, man. And and those are awesome memories. And yeah, man, if they make it again, buddy, you will be in the locker room. We could be we could be live podcasting Whoa. from the locker room. Nah, it'll be fun being you know what i it was funny i told my wife i said well you know i hope they make it in the next two years because the next two years is in florida yeah, that'd be nice. yeah. <laughs> you know so uh yeah that's that would be nice but um a uh, couple uh who do you want sunday we got we gonna talk yeah, about, so let's let's talk we, about got, this game. we got like two minutes left so Oh, okay. Uh, what do you like, bud? No, uh, I mean the Patriots are going to win by seventeen points, probably. I, are you I, I, Are you nuts? Thirty four seventeen. Man, that would be a first in New England. Every Super Bowl is tight with them. Um, well, they didn't. You know what, dude? They didn't beat the team they should have beat last year. They're all pissed off. They're going to win this year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be miserable. And Boston, hopefully Belichick doesn't ball. do something. Hopefully Belichick plays everybody. <laughs> he doesn't sit down Stephen Gilmore or something for something. Boston's you know, going to win another championship. Blah blah blah. Oh, that goes without saying. Yeah, but, um. Um. Jerry, I, I'm telling you. So you 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 like the Patriots 34-17? 34-17. I, I I tell you, man, I'm going back. I think it's going to be close, man. I, I think Donald, Sue, and Brock is going to do enough to get Brady and Fowler maybe until we get Brady off this spot. I'm going to go with the Rams at the last second field goal, buddy. Wow, that's amazing. I hope you're right, buddy. That, that'd be amazing. Only reason why, Jerry, only reason why, because the only thing that could beat really New England yeah. – is the giant formula of guys up front getting Brady off that spot, and they have the potential to do that. 
That's the only reason. Why. And I think Gurley's gonna. I think Gurley's gonna have a pretty good game, man. So I'm gonna go with the Rams with the upset, bud. Good stuff, man. By the way, is Belichick the best ever? Yes, not even close. Not even close, right? Well, not uh, Lombardi's close, but I mean Belichick's the best ever. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like uh, I mean, because he's done it for such a sustained period of time in the salary cap era. I mean, give me a break. But um, good stuff as always, buddy. I want to thank everyone first off um, for for supporting the podcast, buying the Buffoon Crew T-shirts. Jerry, can I say something quickly? Yeah, yeah. Can I get it here? Yeah. My boy Johnny Pericelli. Yeah. Did he really tweet that Lundqvist is the best goalie ever? Johnny Pericelli is a smart guy, so you sh- we should again thank our Twitter followers for John, being so intelligent. John, please stay off the crack. Um, and also, guys, thank you for the iTunes reviews. If you can keep them coming, that's great. We've got 5.0 reviews, 5.0 average, um, and wow. 40, 45 reviews or something like that, something insane. So thank you, guys. I didn't even know that. Do we have that? Yeah, we do. We're pretty awesome. Well, that's why you're the boss, my man. You, you keep me informed of this stuff. I didn't well, know that. That's hey, great. It is thank you it very is. much, everybody. Thank uh, you, everybody else. And, uh, you know, if you guys want to order the Giant Insider, be sure to go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Or go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. As always, buddy, great time. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. And remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Yeah, enjoy the Super Bowl. Take care, everybody.